I'm, I'm on a... So, one afternoon, Ollie got a call that it wasn't strange on its own, but it was strange because he thought he'd taken care of all this. You see, he got a call. So, I'm looking for Ollie the Octopus. This is he. Um, yeah, I'm calling because I've got a strange thing going on where, well, I came out to go to work this morning and my car was tiny. That sounds strange, I know, but it was definitely my car, but it's like a quarter of its normal size. Um, I, I mean, it could be a really elaborate prank, I guess, but like the license plate's the same. There's a couple spots where there's you know, some dents and scratches and stuff that I recognize, and it's smaller, and like even stuff I had inside of it. If you look closely, you can see it's in there, and it's smaller, and I, I don't know what to do or think about any of this. Well, I said, huh, all right, where are you? The guy gave the address, and it was down in Big Town. So we went down there. And yeah, there was this tiny car. It was a, uh, it was a Toyota Corolla. Pretty normal car, other than the fact that it was abruptly one quarter of its size. <laughs> I immediately thought of the case that he'd handled a few weeks ago with the guy that made things shrink when he touched it. But and settled that. That was over. So he didn't really have a whole lot, and he didn't want to get his other client in trouble. So he kind of kept that case to himself, for now, anyway. He checked on the information and took some photos. And he said, I guess we should move the car off the street so it doesn't get run over or ticketed. Um, I can help you with that if you like. So they lifted the car up. It was heavy, but, you know, they could move it. Um, and they put it on the sidewalk. So, all right, I will um, have some leads I can follow up. This is a pretty weird one, but I'll get back to you as soon as I can. I'm, uh, yeah, I've got some ideas, but I want to check them out before I, you know, get you too excited about a solution, because... The only time I've seen this kind of thing before, it wasn't easy. Like I said, all right, well, I mean, yeah, um, get back to me as soon as you can, please. I'm just taking taxis until then, I guess. I said, all right, uh, yeah, good luck. I mean, there's the bus system, too. So Ollie left, and he was just about to call the client that he'd had that had had the, the shrinking problem before when he got another call. There's a woman who said, Ollie, the octopus, um, right? I said, yeah, this is he. Ollie, I've heard you good at strange things, and this is pretty strange, um, but my dog is smaller now? I said, your dog is smaller now? I said, yeah, it, when I left, my dog was in my backyard, and it was like a big dog, and now it's a small dog, but it's, I'm pretty sure it's still my dog. It's even got a little miniature version of the collar. I, I don't understand what happened. It's 
strange and I'm worried about my poor puppy. And I said, all right, well, where are you? And it was just a few blocks away. So we went over there. And there's this dog, and the dog was, you know, perfectly cheerful. And, you know, it had been a big dog before, so it looked like a normal dog now. But the woman swore up and down that the dog had been a big dog until, you know, today. So we took a couple of photos, and uh, I was going to go and call that person again. And he just about had his phone out when it rang again. And uh, it was another, another shrinking thing, a few doors, a few uh, blocks down the street. Yeah. Yeah. I said, uh, "Ollie, talk to us. I've heard you're good at yeah, good at strange things. Yes. What's what's going on?" Said, well, um, a man came by and he tried to open the door to my store, and then the door shrunk in his hand and fell off the hinges because it didn't fit the hinges anymore. Uh, and then he ran off. I don't know how or why he did that, but he needs to pay for the door. And I would like you to help me track him down. I said, all right, which way did he go when he ran? I said, he went north, up the street. Said, all right, all right, I'm going to go run after him. How long ago was this? I said, oh, just before I called. I just had your name recommended to me by a friend, so I had it right in front of me. So all I tried to run and see if you could, you know, catch up to us, some sort of running person, maybe his client. But he didn't see anybody. So he got out his phone and he called his old client. He said, he did ring, and all I heard it ringing just around the corner of the building. And I walked around the corner and there was, there was his client. I think his name was John. Um, and I said, John, John, I've been trying to reach you. I said, oh, um, yeah, I figured you might come calling. I said, John, what's going on? People call me about shrinking stuff. And here I find you out of breath. What's going on? I said, well, um, the curse is back. I said, oh, man. Yes, yes, yep, it does that. So, so where's the artifact? He said, I guess, uh, that's the problem, I'm not sure. I, um, well, after what happened before, I, um, spit it out. I sold it. I sold it to this art dealer. I told him everything that happened. I didn't try to keep any of this secret. I told him. But he bought it anyway. He gave me a lot of money for it. And then yesterday, I said, when did you sell it? Three days ago. I said, okay. And then yesterday, about middle of the afternoon, I went to go pick up my coffee cup and it happened again. Everything started shrinking. I don't, I don't know 
what's going on? I don't even have the statue anymore. I said, huh. So, this guy you sold it to, where did he go? Oh, well, he's from Philadelphia. I assume he went back there. He has an art gallery there. I said, all right, you're going to stay here and, you know, not touch anything. And I'm getting myself to Philadelphia as soon as I can. Um, but in the meantime, you're going to have to figure out when, when we had it before. Do the things that you shrunk, unshrink? I said, uh, no, no, they didn't. I said, all right, that's not good. Because this time, the guy said, yeah, I know, I shrunk somebody's car and somebody's dog and somebody's door. I feel especially bad about the dog. I said, all right, well, you're going to stay here. I guess you can't answer your phone. I was like, no, this phone's already miniature. I can answer it now. He showed me the phone, and it was this tiny little thing. It's annoying, but I can make it work. I can't really make calls, but I can answer them. All right. So Ollie called in a favor, because he wanted to get there quick. A friend of his flew helicopters for a living. I need a ride. I need a ride to Philadelphia. I said, all right. Sure. I was heading up kind of that way to New Jersey anyway. I'll, uh, I'll drop you off. So, thanks for this favor, a couple hours later he was in Philadelphia. He made his way to the address. It was a beautiful spot of the city. Nice tree-lined streets, and shops, with residences up above. And there was this art gallery. And all I saw it right away, right there in the window, was the sculpture. Open out of its case. So Ollie went inside and he was looking at the sculpture and uh, the owner came by. He said, ah, you have quite the eye. That piece is new to my collection. I said, yeah, I'm afraid I'm not just a random passerby though, I'll admit. I said, oh? He said, yeah, I, uh, I, I worked on in Baltimore as a private eye. I said, oh, well, my purchase of this was Above board. John sold it to me fair and square. He told me everything about it, about the shrinking. I don't really believe him about the shrinking, but in any case, he told me the whole deal and I gave him a fair price and nothing, everything here is above board. I said, oh yes, I, I don't doubt that it is, but the shrinking, it, the thing is real. And I think, when did you take it, put it here and take it out of the case? I said, oh, well, uh, that, was, that was yesterday. I mean, this morning. I said, well, which one? There was this morning. I took it out of the case about 10 o'clock this morning. I said, yeah, that's about the time that this guy, John, started accidentally shrinking things again. Said, so whenever it's out of its case, it starts doing that, even if, even if he's not nearby. It looks like it. Here, let's put it back in the case and give him a call. So they put the case back on. And um, and I called the guy to call John. And John picked up. I said, hello? I said, hi, this is Ollie. We need to test something. Is there anything around here that you can touch that you won't mind if, you know, it shrinks? I said, uh, yeah, there's a, there's a bag of garbage here. I'm sure nobody would care if I shrink that. 
Alright, touch it. Hey, it didn't shrink. You did it. What did you do? Hold on, I want to test the theory. And I took the cover back off of the statue. Alright, time to touch it now. I touched it. Oh, it shrank. It's, oh, it shrank. The curse is back. So I put the case back on the uh, sculpture. I said, John, I think you're going to have to buy back the sculpture from your friend here. Because for whatever reason, the curse is still attached to you. All I did right then was I took the sculpture off, this, the case off the statue way up here in Philadelphia. So it seems like for now, anyway, you're stuck. If, if the statue's uncovered, you're shrinking stuff. So I'm going to just let you talk to your uh, business partner here. And they worked out a deal. The guy wasn't happy about it because he liked the sculpture and he wanted to display the sculpture. But, you know, he was convinced that it would literally kill John if he couldn't eat and stuff. So they made a deal and he got the sculpture back. And the dog was just small. And the guy, John, had to pay for the guy's car and the guy's door. But then things were kind of under control. All I decided they needed to check up on this, because this is the second time it had cropped up. So a couple weeks later, he called John up and said, Hey, John, just wanted to check in. What's going on with the sculpture? John said, Oh, actually, amazing things. And I said, and I said Oh? He said, Yeah. It's the cornerstone of my new business. I'm getting out of the art dealer game. I said, getting out of the art dealer game? What do you mean? I've got a much better business now. I'm working for the city. I said, go on. I'm working for the city in the trash dump. And I started to laugh. You're not serious. I said, I'm totally serious. 100% serious. They hired me to just hang out of the dump, shrinking all the trash. I just bring my little statue with me in the car, open up the door, open up the statue, walk around touching stuff. And they're happy to have a quarter of the garbage, and I get paid quite well for my time. I'll give a big sigh. I said, well, it seems risky, but I'm glad you're doing something good with it. So you stay safe. Guy said, you stay safe too, Ollie. In the end, it was pretty good for Ollie because there were then four different people that paid him for his time that day. The guy with the car, the lady with the dog, the guy with the door, and then John. And he'd gotten to ride a helicopter. And the dog, in the end, kind of liked being a little dog. There are some big dogs that, even though they're big, they want to be lap dogs. So they slump onto people. They're big, huge dog bodies, but they really would love to just be little curled up on somebody's lap. And this dog could curl up on somebody's lap now. So he was fine. And that is Ollie in the return of the Shrinking Midas.